Welcome to our podcast, which focuses on the various steps within outsourcing that we have included within our Accelerate Digital Roadmap. My name is Hinal Patel and I'm a partner in the UK. And I'm joined today by Michelle Tarr, who is a managing associate in our Hong Kong team, um, who specializes in digital transactions. And in this episode of our podcast series, we will be focusing on the preparation phase. So let me kick off, Michelle, by asking you, can you give me an overview of the preparation phase within an outsourcing transaction? Yeah, sure. Let me start with explaining um, perhaps what an outsourcing is. If we boil it down, what it really is, the transfer of an internal business activity, so something that your organisation does or could do itself, to another provider, often an external third party. So to take a common example, taking a uh, customer call centre function that's currently staffed and operated internally and transferring those activities to a third party to run. Depending on the scope of the deal, outsourcing can involve the transfer of staff, transfer of assets, transfer of software and transfer of contracts. Um, and often these deals can be um, for a relatively long period of time. Um, so they can have significant impacts on the operational aspects of a business if they're not done well. So you can see already in this example that um, outsourcing can get pretty complex pretty quickly. So the preparation phase is essential in a successful outsourcing. And what good preparation involves um, is understanding the aims of the outsourcing from the outset, how it fits in with the overall business strategy, the pros, so for example, cost savings or other benefits, and the cons, so for example, legal and regulatory risks of um, going through with an outsourcing, um, and effectively understanding the, the what and the why um, of a proposed outsourcing. Yeah, that's interesting. Thanks, Michelle. And what, so what do you think the key issues are um, with, um, with this phase? So I think typically issues arise from um, a poor understanding of the function that is to be outsourced. Um, there's no one size fits all. Uh, for an outsourcing, it will depend a lot on um, the particular business and the particular activity that's being outsourced. And so a poor understanding of um, what that activity is um, may lead to a poor understanding of what you're looking for in a chosen supplier. And that can flow through um, to not having the right selection criteria when you're looking at um, all your various options. Um, and that can have um, flow through impacts all the way down to the contract um, and the run of the outsourcing in the long term. Um, other issues that often arise are a failure to involve the right stakeholders at the outset, um, a failure to build enough time for a proper tendering and vetting process for um, potential suppliers, and I think a failure to build in enough time to meet regulatory requirements. Um, and in particular for outsourcings that are um, considered material outsourcings, um, and if you're a business that is a regulated entity, like a financial institution or an asset manager, you need to build in enough time to um, seek any regulatory approvals that you might need to carry out enhanced diligence of potential suppliers. Um, and in many cases, make sure you build in enough time um, to negotiate in certain contractual provisions that might be required by financial regulators, um, but are otherwise perhaps unfamiliar and not um, industry standard, so to speak, in outsourcings in uh, non-regulated sectors. Yeah, that's 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 a good point, Michelle, isn't it? Especially when you're having to deal with regulators across multiple jurisdictions, um, having all yeah. kind of differing requirements. So, what what are, what are the top tips? Do you think that you've got on how best to overcome these issues? 
So my, my top tip is uh, for the preparation phase is having the right people in the room from the, uh, from the get go. So make sure you put together a task force involving all of your key stakeholders. Um, that means I think somebody from um, the relevant business unit um, that is uh, of the activity that's being outsourced. Um, and that person needs to be senior enough um, to, to have authority, but not so senior that they um, don't understand the day-to-day -day operational issues of that particular business activity. You should also have um, an appropriate business case sponsor, obviously, um, but also make sure that you involve um, relevant people from your support functions early. So that's someone from your legal team, someone from HR, finance, someone from your sourcing or your supply chain management team, and someone from your compliance teams. Um, it's really important, as I said earlier, to give um, all of these stakeholders enough early visibility that a potential outsourcing is on the radar so that they can factor this into their own work pipelines. Um, and they can also let you know if you know there are other things that you need to start thinking about, like um, regulatory issues and lead times that you need to build into the, the project plan. And finally, I think it's important to have a project manager um, in that task force to keep everyone on track. Um, I think also that um, buyers of outsourcing services, uh, particularly when outsourcing isn't something that um, your company might do very often, there's a lot that can be learnt from outsourcing suppliers um, in good planning. So outsourcing suppliers will often have very sophisticated processes for when they um, receive a request for a tender, when they pull together their teams for planning responses for tenders, um, the way they plan those tenders and building into, um, into the plan time for negotiation, and then planning the rollout and ongoing services. Um, it, it's quite interesting. They'll often have a core team made up of um, the representative, the person who puts together the outsourcing um, solution, so the, the solution architect, they're sometimes called, um, dedicated contract managers, dedicated people from the legal team. And it can be quite helpful um, if you're on the buying side to mirror some of these, um, some of these things. And good suppliers can actually be quite willing to help with this preparation phase um, because they understand that for uh, outsourcing relationships and particularly long-term um, outsourcing relationships um, or where there might be non-traditional commercial structures of a particular um, outsourcing deal, that it's um, super important that the customer is set up um, for success and, and that involves having the right people in the room and the right planning right from the get-go. Thank you, Michelle, for your insights today. We continue to break down the various steps of the process. Next will be the request for information. Thank you for listening. <laughs>